1: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
0: Welcome to the Swell Speed, everybody. I usually say Happy Wine Wednesday. This episode usually comes out on Wednesdays. However, the Nationals won the World Series yesterday and that's where all my attention was. So that did not happen yesterday. Please forgive me. Anyway, go Nats! On this episode of the Swirl Suite, I was invited to the Ritz-Carlton on the West End in Northwest DC to have a conversation with three gentlemen behind the exclusive wine club, Wine Layer. Christian Ress, a successful winemaker in Germany, uh, he decided that he wanted a special place where his customers could go, house their wine, and drink their wine. So he came up with the concept of wine layer but in europe all over europe he has something called wine banks they're pretty much the same they just have a different name so that's christian rest and he is the owner and founder and then you have stephen butler and he is the director of sales and marketing and then you have um, brian carlish so these three gentlemen are responsible for wine layer coming to dc as their first us location Check out this conversation I have with him because they give me all the details. Let me know what you think. Cheers.
2: <laughs> so, um, so, so my name is Christian Ress. My background is is, uh, is, is wine. Mm-hmm. So my family does wine since uh, 1870. I'm the fifth generation being involved in that uh, Baltazarres wine estate. Uh, we are one of the pretty good uh, premium estates in the in the wine uh, in the in the Rhine uh, Rheingau which is one of the wine growing regions. Uh, organic estate uh, doing Riesling and, and Pinot. So that's what we do. Um, so that's my background. That's my, my main job on a on a, on a daily basis. Um, but what uh, well happened uh, uh, several years ago or many years ago was yeah, that uh, uh, when I was started to work with my father and for my father in the estate, I was uh, confronted with uh, quite often with a request from people buying our Baltasarres wines um, and wishing them to to be kept at the estate. So they mm-hmm. wanted to buy them now, pay them now, so, but but uh, leaving them for a occasion later. Um, Got it. Which is, you know, typically would be marriage of the, the sure. kids at one point. So, you know, that's, that's why you quite often mm-hmm. buy precious wines. And um, this was something that I... Never really could offer it to these people mm-hmm. due to a lack of place, lack of uh, uh, yeah, of organization for, yeah. for, for, for holding you know for the stocks which are not on Sunday. Sure. So, so I couldn't offer this to them. But I, I found that uh, yeah, I, I thought to myself, I have to offer them something at one point because this request came and again and again.
0: They wanted to leave the wine at your facility. Exactly. Was there a certain reason? There more well, than well, reason? because they
2: know that's the place where they've been made, and that they would be perfectly stocked, you Got know, it. in perfect conditions. Um, um, and that's always, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. you're sure that they are treated and stored properly sure. at the source, you mm-hmm. know. So that's that was the, uh, the the request. And and then I can um, uh, I can track it exactly because it was during a flight in in 2003. So that's uh, uh, quite quite long ago already. Yes. Um, during a flight on the airplane I wrote wine bank uh, on that piece of paper which Mm -hmm. was like my initial idea for a potential name for that project and I started thinking about it in in more detail and I I put myself in the position of uh, of the the person that probably would store his precious wines in, in one of my places and I said to myself okay he probably would love to have flexibility in terms of access to the wine. So, yeah. you know, I would not like to have my wine somewhere and then need to take care of opening hours or ring uh, mm-hmm. ring a bell somewhere. I would like to get in whenever I, I yeah. want. That would, for me, would be like the ultimate solution. So yeah. I came up with the idea. Okay, we need a chip card system which gives people permanent uh, access. I thought about a wine cellar in one of our historic building which has access from, from outside, direct access well, into a cellar, which could be suitable. And then I, you know, I, said to myself, when when people, I imagine, you know, people coming later in the evening, mm-hmm. holding that card in front of the door, then I imagine that light would go on, um, and I, uh, I imagine that that's pretty cool, actually. You know, yeah. if you have the permanent access to one of the historic cellars mm-hmm. in my town, yeah. that's. Probably something that if you have that access, you would like to show to your friends because yes. it's cool, yeah. you know, yeah. to be able to open that that, that door. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I, I realized that potentially this would be something, yeah, you would would like to use to show off a bit. And, yeah. uh, and said, okay, we, we need automatic lighting system. We probably need music, yes, sound. We need mm-hmm. nice design, nice ar- architecture to really have a, a cool place. Yeah. And then, so this was step two, actually, and then the final step three in my mind was, okay, you have permanent access, it looks nice, it feels great, well, why don't you, why wouldn't you just stay there to actually drink a nice bottle of wine and just stay there? If Mm -hmm. it's nice, then then potentially this is going to place where you're going to invite and host guests and you're going to meet other people. So this this actually would turn potentially into a business or social club for wine enthusiasts. Mm -hmm. And... And, and then this was in my mind, the concept I really started to believe in. And, um, and uh, on the other side, I knew that, you know, to do it that high end in terms of architecture design would be quite expensive. So I, I, it was not like a easy decision. So I had it in the back of my mind for several years. And then in 2008, five years later, after I started writing my thoughts on a piece of paper, I, I really said to myself, I have to do it now. I, yeah. I felt that I know how to turn this into a success. Mm-hmm. I believed in the concept, and I, I yeah, just decided to do it. Uh, 2008, when we think back, was the, the peak of the financial crisis. Yeah. Uh, so this was quite funny because I went to see my bank and tell them that I want to open a bank, a wine uh-huh. bank. Uh, so <laughs> this, in, in these financial circumstances, uh, this was uh, yeah, a bit strange for them. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, uh, well, I managed to get the money for that for that project, and, and actually looking back, it was one of the best investments that I that I did ever uh, because it, it turned into a success very quickly. And then, you know, a few years later, after opening that in two thousand nine, by the way, fifth of December two thousand nine, so it will turn ten uh, very soon. That wine bank, that very first wine bank, that very first location, and then you know after a few years of doing that, I realized, okay, it's really success. I, I said to myself, there is a potential for much more than just my own location, my mm-hmm. own wine state. And let's turn this into a, a network of locations where members with the chip cards would have access to, to all of them. Any so the, any, any of them to wow. open all the doors. So if you're a traveling businessman and mm-hmm. love wine, why not be able to to host people in all those beautiful yes. locations, yeah. knowing that you would have access to to other wines. You can, <laughs> you know, it's that's great. And then and then I took some people on board. Um, we are six um, founding members of that uh, of that company, which then decided to turn this into a franchise concept in Europe. Yeah. Stephen is one of my most important partners in mm-hmm. that in that company, and um, and and. Just to give you a, yeah, no, and this will like give you an idea. What they, what they That's what has been established now in the last few years, um, uh, with uh, locations. Uh, the, the very first one after my own one, so mm-hmm. the first franchise location was uh, Hamburg in a, in a, in a beautiful, uh, beautiful building. Today, we, we are in other nice cities, and in, in Vienna, in Frankfurt. You you'll see, you will see can go through that uh, brochure, and. And now there's this next step, and that's what we are very excited about now. It's when we we met those guys through a common friend of, uh, of, of my parents, actually, which is from Fred. He's a, the, like the binding uh, uh, binding oh, okay. person um, uh, who then became, by the way, became a, my very first member in, in the Rheingau. This oh, was okay. in, uh, with Fred, actually, you know, American guy having a, a wine seller in the Rheingau in Germany. It sounds yeah. a bit strange, but you know, no, Fred, it is, doesn't that's mean. That's <laughs> Fred is not a random
1: yeah, he, Exactly, Earthman. Exactly. Uh, he's exactly. An amazing guy.
2: Yeah. He owns a vineyard in, in, in France. and so. So It makes a lot of sense for, for him. Yeah. He was my very first uh, uh, member. So even nicer than today, you know, he's actually one of the three um, uh, uh, creating that uh, uh, that, uh, that that company that is now our partner in uh, in the United States, and are going to develop this uh, uh, this concept with us and bring it to the states here. And that's why we're here. So yeah, yeah So that's an introduction from my side, right? <laughs> so
3: from my side, um, uh, Fred, who's not here with us right now, mm-hmm. but he's our common denominator. But I was. Um, so I'm, I'm from the area, and uh, Fred is as well, and um, and I've known him for years. And he always talked about his grapes, and he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's and uh, I was gonna be in the Rheingau region for a wedding, and mm-hmm. he's like, you've got to go to my wine bank. And I was like, what is this wine bank? What are you talking about? And he, and he gave me his chip card, mm-hmm. and he gave me the key to his locker, and I just did not understand what he was talking about. And I was like, I don't get it. But, so he goes, take your family, drink as much of my wine as you want. <laughs> I was like, okay. I, again, I have no concept of what he's talking about. He goes, here's the address. Mm-hmm. So
2: um,
3: <clears throat> we go, and uh, you know, I, I had no idea. You know, so because it's it's like a it's a private. Yes. You know, you just, there's no there's I mean there's a sign, but it, there's no explanation. You have to know which what yeah. you're there for. So I take the card, open the door, pops open. There's beautiful lighting, beautiful music, and I'm just like, yeah, this is cool. So go downstairs, uh, and, and you know, there's pictures of it, it's just a beautiful setting, and I was just blown away. And then I went and found Fred's locker, and he has like, you know, two to 3,000 bottles of wine sitting there. And of course, my family then thought I was, you know, like, wow, this is really amazing. Exactly. And then, you know, we started going through everything and seeing what we were going to take, because he had so much, he has so much of everything. Um, so, it was that experience that I then was talking to Fred and said, we really need to bring this concept. There's nothing like this in the U.S. Yeah. And he says, well, funny you say that, because um, I had not had a chance to meet Christian yet, um, and did not realize that Fred and Christian were, were close, and Fred was close with Christian's family. And so, we then had meetings and relationships and, you know, conversations about it, and we agreed that we would work together to open, you know, the concept in the U.S. So." They're going aggressive and hard across Europe and mm-hmm. Asia, and, right. and we've taken on sort of the U.S. market okay. uh, with with their guidance. And, and is DC the
0: first U.S. location? It is. Wow. Yeah, okay. Our okay. gateway to the
3: U.S. Right
0: okay. There. All right.
1: And it
3: just made so much sense, given the, you know, there's so much, uh, there's such a European flavor here, international uh, flavor, mm-hmm. uh, so much travel. It's easy yes. uh, to get back and forth. Um, and uh, we found a great location here mm-hmm. uh, at, the, at this, you know, the Ritz here, um, which was always a challenge to find a good, you know, real estate spot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it was a great location. Um, and so we're hoping to be open uh, beginning of April. So wow. that's kind of where we are right now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the concept is you, it's a private member club. Mm-hmm. And you have your, your uh, it'll be full service. You know, we'll have staff here. And, um, and I'll show you some pictures and diagrams, but we have a, a beautiful lounge area. Um, and the idea. And then you have your own locker, your wine locker, that you would store. Uh, it'll hold up to 52 Bordeaux bottles. Um, but it's really designed, uh, what these guys have seen in Europe is, it's not so much, I'm going to put my whole collection there, I'm just going to take a piece of my collection
0: um,
3: You know that I see myself drinking in the next few months, or that I want to display and show off. It became a also a big uh, somebody uh, called
0: it
1: pissing contest yeah I know, you know, <laughs> nothing that I would have do so,
3: but, <laughs> but, but, it but if, as an example, as example I mean they have uh, people in, in the Frankfurt location there's uh, a member that you know his, his uh, collection is probably in his locker alone maybe worth over $800,000 but he's got some amazing um
1: pieces I mean he, uh, has, he pieces has pieces of history yeah, yeah. we have uh, Shibaot Vanar wines that range into the mm-hmm. into the 1920s uh, which is phenomenal and, and you can still drink them and enjoy them you know? and, yeah uh, and, and that's what we really like you know we, we like to go past lockers that have uh, exceptional wines in them, and, and you'll you'll experience that when you when you first walk through the the wine there when it's finished. You just want to see what the other right.
3: people have, uh, have in there. It's like a wine museum. You know, you walk you walk in, and, and uh, everything's on display. So when I walked in first here, not only did I look at Fred's collection. But I saw all these wonderful collections of people I didn't know, yes. businesses. and uh, its It becomes, you start drinking and you, and you look at everybody's wine and, yeah. and, and collections. Yeah. Um, Can you
0: um, tell us about the membership and what all is included?
3: Sure, that's your buddy. Uh, yes, yeah, so the most important thing is when you become a member, uh, you have access to all the locations around the world. And as the network grows, uh, you, your card will always get you into any of the locations, um, we have two levels of membership. We have an individual membership and a corporate membership. And within those, uh, there's a platinum level and a black level, and there's just different um, benefits for each one. Uh, but each each membership comes with a primary locker. And then if you are uh, at the black member level, you have access to buy more lockers, and then you get access to. Uh, we'll have very uh, special events with with winemakers from all over the world. Um, we also have events with, um, you know, whether it's jewelry or, or Rolex or, or high-end car manufacturers. Yeah. Uh, just more of the luxury brand market mm-hmm. and unique experiences. As uh, Christian Bradley points out all the time, it's um, we're in the business of creating experiences that money can't buy. Yeah. Um, so that's sort of the basic distinction between the levels. Sure. Uh, We will also offer, there will be a nice, uh, beautiful uh, charcuterie and wonderful cheeses and breads and olives and fun things to eat while you have access to your wine and and, uh, champagne. We also work closely with Ris, the restaurant that's right on the corner, and her her menu will be available for folks. So um, maybe if I showed you some pictures, would that help? Uh,
1: Something that we really love about the concept is the fact that you know you can enter the clubs whenever you like mm-hmm. and you, you never really know what's going on. So uh, so you might run into some very surprising situations. Sure. Uh, uh, we were in Vienna a couple of months ago in our club and it was something like half past one in the morning. Uh, and we just wanted a little nightcap down there um, and, and we entered the facility. And we, singers what the hell's going on right so we so we opened the door and there were three opera singers with their entourage getting horribly wasted and singing songs for us and pouring their wine for us so that was so crazy and we googled them afterwards that sounds like something in a movie uh, it was it was like a Tarantino movie Uh, (laughs) It was really cool, and and those are the kinds of experiences that we love to. Mm-hmm. And, uh, when when we use our our wine bank locations for, for business, yeah, that's exactly what we want. You know, a, a cool crowd of people getting together mm-hmm. and just talking about great wines.
0: I have a question about the exclusivity of the club. Mm-hmm. Um, People love exclusivity, and they're going to chase it here. How are you going to control the numbers? Um, and is it is there a requirement um, for members?
3: In in what sense?
0: Like, um, do number. I need to have a certain amount of wine? wine or knowledge. yeah, um, great is that question. application process. Or right, something? right,
3: right. Well, we absolutely want to make sure that we have. Um you know, members that are actively engaged with the community. We, we would hate for somebody to just ha- be a member and never show up and, right. and never come and be engaged. Yeah, that's important. But um, I think, you know, we've talked about that. Uh, we, we There's definitely a, um, you know, we want to make sure that we have people that are interested in wine. Um, yeah. But it's, it's a fairly open process at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like any club, uh, you know, we're looking for referrals. Mm-hmm. folks. Yeah. And we believe that the network and the membership network will will bring other you know people that are recommended to join the club. Mm-hmm. Um and then there's you know there's a financial component too. So sure. um, but uh given that it's the first one in the US I think we're kind of being very open minded and not okay. uh, you know as far as who we bring in. But if I could wave imagine one it's a very eclectic mix of people from all over the city. Mm-hmm. Uh so that it's a it's a really good representation of the fabric of, of yeah. the D.C. community so that, you know, we've got people in tech, people in government, people in law, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. people from the wine industry, sure. you know, um, restaurant, uh, just a whole eclectic nonprofit, a whole eclectic mix of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, we're trying to do an active reach out to those communities so that we kind of bring in, you know, the who's who of yeah. those of those communities. And it's, an, you know, we've talked about this before yeah. where... Wine is such a—it it really brings people together. It it's, does. You know, there's yeah. no, yeah, yeah. no boundaries. Yeah, no yeah. boundaries. It's yeah. just a nice way, and, and you know, these guys are keep asking me questions about what's going on in the U.S. And you know, it's a stressful city here in D.C. So we think yeah. wine is a great uh, a <laughs> you know, way to sort of, you know, tone the temper down a little yeah. bit yeah. And, and make us come together. And um, yeah. so we're excited about the concept and um, you know what. The co- really more the community side of it, uh, building this community of, of wine lovers and people that enjoy wine and travel and, um, you know, one of the things I was going to bring up too was I've, I've had the pleasure of visiting all the, all the, wine, oh. there, the wine bank locations mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> we were in, in Hamburg one day and, um, you know, there was a French winemaker that was there doing a tasting. And we yeah. just were able to join that. And I, I wasn't expecting, it wasn't on my calendar of the day. So it's just something I fell into and dropped in. I got to do a really cool wine tasting with the French winemaker. Wine um, uh, that, that's something that, that is
1: really important to us as well, that we get a wine community there yeah. as well. So yeah. Um, yeah. lots of our members um, own wineries, or, or in the wine trade. Uh, so at least I, w- I would say at the moment, perhaps ten percent of the members are involved in the wine business, and that's a very important com- component because they bring in wine, wine people, wine lovers. So uh, that day in Hamburg, I remember very well. I think we had like three or four wine events uh, there was a winemaker from uh, Villa Maria uh, mm. from New Zealand there um, we started the day with, right. with a French guy from Veritable uh, right. uh, yeah. then it went oh, right. the, uh, the uh, we the an Italian guy was there uh, it was crazy <laughs> I mean it was, it was just the wine world was getting together in one place yeah. and um, and I was just sitting there and, and enjoying the seat because it was it uh, was exactly what we envisioned like Mm
0: -hmm. 10 years ago yeah that's wonderful
3: yeah so in addition to you know the dc so again as a member of the dc one layer and having access to all these locations around the world if you find yourself traveling Mm -hmm. um, to these locations you very much can enjoy a really unique experience in those cities and destinations that you just wouldn't have if you're a regular tourist. Right. Um, you really get a sense of the local wine community uh, in, those, in those destinations. Um, so again, if you're into wine, uh, yeah. you now can you know, have, a, have a one-up experience on your wine friends. <laughs> <laughs> it,
0: it, Definitely.
3: If, if you ever come to, the, uh, to Vienna,
1: and to the, to the wine bank in Vienna, and you run into our mm-hmm. wine blogger friend Leo. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> ma- make sure, ma- make sure that your liver is in a good condition oh, because goodness. he'll take you through Vienna and sh- wow. show you everything. No, he's a cool guy.
3: So this, these are just some renderings. Obviously, we're in we're in construction right now, and it's and it is you know we're happy, well actually we won't be able to take it's closed up right now, but okay. um, at any time, uh, you know, going forward, happy to show you. To show you, but right now it is a disaster inside. Um, but this is a rendering of the exterior, um, you know, very sexy, uh, modern. It'll have uh, some different lighting schemes up here, but it kind of gives you a general sense mm-hmm. as you look from the outside. And at a very high level, um, if you if you imagine, I don't know if you did you see it when you walked in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. right there, yeah. yeah, exactly. So this is the glass, this is the walk-in, there's a nice vestibule, sort of, you know, it keeps the climate contained, so if it's cold outside, you know, it won't allow cold air in and it's hot, vice it versa. What's a vestibule? So it's, it's just, it's a contained area, so there's two doors, so there's one door to come into this landing area, the door closes behind you, then you open another set of doors. Mm-hmm. Okay, so i yeah. never heard that word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, well, it's it's nice because, it, and, it, and it, again, you have to get in with your private card. And so here's a beautiful lounge area. You have a private room, or a room that can be made private. Um, the nice tasting area and then you have a, a wine bar area, booth, more seating, all the, and the bathrooms and then this area is all the climate controlled cellar area. Mm. So your private cellars are back there. Okay. Again, card access to everywhere um, and full Are your service. members
0: able to rent out the entire space for like functions?
3: Yes, we will have the ability to, to sorry, no, not complete. Not the complete space. No, no. Okay.
2: so every member, that's very important, that's a very important statement, yeah. every member can rely on having access whenever you want. So there will never be a kind of event where he's not allowed to enter. I understand. The members will always have access. Got it.
1: You know, you can rent this part, rent this part, rent this part, but still mm-hmm. uh, not, not the entire one.
3: That, that's important. Okay. Um, so. Just some, so I give you the kind of high level, and then if you look at some of these other renderings, it's just a very high end lounge. Oh yeah, it's really uh, nice. And it's it's going to be down to the nines. And so this this area here is, if you can imagine, you know, you're standing you're standing on this side looking mm-hmm. back this way, and you're looking yeah. into the stuff, the private cellar. So oh, there's wow. glass and you can nice. see into it, and then. You know there's a this is that booth area over here and then there's a, a wine cuvee system so we'll have wine by the glass very um, nice and again a full bar too so there will be um, we'll have lots of wine available for for members to purchase in addition to their own collection um, and, and the, the model here uh, in europe is very exclusive unique wines you know something you might not members might not go spend a lot of money on a single bottle but you know what for $20 for a, a nice little pour you know, you know it's, it's good yeah with with
1: wine lovers you you tend to have the, the they just want to try this vintage yeah. this Bordeaux yeah. and they're willing to pay Twenty-five euros, twenty-five dollars or something for just a sip, so they can talk about it. Yeah. You know, I've tried this kind of wine, yeah. uh, and, and that's that's what this
3: idea, uh, you know, builds uh, yeah, on. So the right there, um, and then just more, you know, renderings of what the lockers look like, and they're heavy. This concrete, this steel cage. Mm-hmm. It's it's a very hardy. <laughs> and then there's a, a tasting table, and we have glassware and water available, and uh, it's, it's really nice. And, that's, and these are just sort of the design renderings oh, okay. of the materials from our architect. And then the finally I can do is show you a quick, uh, we do have this um, really nice uh, fly-through, that, uh, just to give you maybe another wow. concept.
0: No,
1: so, you can see the espresso machine. Yes. <laughs>
0: oh, that's <laughs> nice. Software, yeah,
1: that's, that's amazing. That's yeah, yeah. That. that's directly in the front, the, the the lounge area.
0: Are you gonna have TVs in there, or is it, or no? Yeah,
3: it's it's a. De- I, I I I understand I de- the debate. Yes. yes, we're not a fan. <laughs> I'm not a fan. I'm not okay. a fan You're There's, not a fan. I'm not a fan. But yeah. uh, you know, we're it's it's a. Anyway, it's a tussle right now. Yeah, yeah. I understand.
0: Yeah.
1: I think when um, when your baseball team uh, uh, is in yeah. the finals, you know that that I mean, when you would something. come here
0: after the game to celebrate when I they know. win the World Series. Or I mean, so. you
3: can, I think you can have even like iPads, you know what I mean? Or just uh, hand, okay. you know what I mean? Or at the mm-hmm. anyway. So mm-hmm. this is
1: this is the, uh, the uh, that's going to be a very very uh, sort after of, like right little right. little space, like
0: a little nook. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. There you yeah. can see the the dispenser, mm-hmm. and for us it's important, you know, that you can that you have those two climate uh, mm-hmm. climate zones, mm-hmm. and you can just see into what's going on behind there mm-hmm. in the, in the cooler area.
3: Yes. It's
0: gonna be, how how large is this facility? It's a little be?
3: over 5,600 square feet. Oh, okay. It's,
1: yeah. It's, perfect. it's it's definitely big enough, but it's still kind of cozy. Mm-hmm. You know, we're mm-hmm. gonna create like little areas where yeah. you just yeah, you can just relax with uh, with yeah. business with yeah. people Absolutely. with friends. Well,
3: yeah, we think that you know they've had such success in Europe, and it's such a, an alternative now to say a, a country club model. Or, right. You know, it's
0: yeah.
3: I, here. You know, before I go out into town, I can
0: uh, meet
3: friends, and mm-hmm. uh, you know we can enjoy some wine, we can tell stories about our travels, and what right. vineyards we were at, and taste each other's wines. Right. Go out to if we don't want to eat the food, the risks, or you know we can head out somewhere and then come back you know as you get older you know the loud the loud club music is yeah. uh, you know it's kind of is tiring and it's nice to have your mm-hmm. own place where it's just a little bit more subdued and quiet yeah. so um, and you're going to have some amazing charcuterie, I guess we will have amazing amazing treats for people which will uh, so, uh, yeah we will and that'll, that'll be a big uh, that, that, Are that you that
1: gonna, is, that's actually what, what really works well in, in our clubs in, in Germany when we have like little, you know, nips and dabs and, yes. and whatever. Mm-hmm. Beautiful cheeses, oh, yeah. some Iberico yeah. ham, that, that kind yeah. of stuff. You know. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Works, uh,
3: works. So April, April, 2020 April. is April twenty twenty. Yes. Okay. So we're we're under construction now. Um, yeah, it's, it's wow. moving along. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have our, you know, it's we're coordinating with, you know, having a very active hotel and a lot's going sure. on yeah. and, yeah. you know, uh, getting people in and out. But um, April, April, they've uh, committed to April. Well, we're committed to April 1.
0: Okay. <laughs> so when people go to the website and they want to know how to join... But what do they need to do? So,
3: if you go out to winelayer.com, mm-hmm. uh, they will see that there is an application, a way to enter your information. Mm-hmm. And then, once that information is entered, we would reach out to them directly uh, to have a private meeting and conversation with them. We think this. almost this like this, an interview? Uh, more for them than us. Okay, uh, got it. It's really okay. because we think the concept is. Is so unique to the yes. state, and people don't know about it yet. Right. You know, a couple of years from now, when everything's up and rolling, I, you know, I, I think there's going to be a different model. But right now, uh, you know, we want to be able to walk people through renderings. We want to be able to explain the concept, talk about the 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 options, and we've been having the other way. We've been doing it is um we've been having these tasting events mm-hmm. and um we're trying to have at least two a month okay where we'll invite interested people into the community people that have gone out to the website yeah and then at that time um you know tonight unfortunately given the status of the construction we're not gonna be able to do the tour mm-hmm. but in the past we've done we've done walkthroughs of the site and as the facility gets closer to completion we'll continue to walk people through and just so they can yeah. you know see it and touch yeah. it um, so that's uh, yeah. yeah.
0: So I have to ask, that Houston, Houston is your other U.S. No,
3: Austin, Austin. Austin yes, yeah, Austin, Austin. Austin. Yeah, we're talking. So we're, we don't have a space yet in Austin, okay. but we are actively looking for a location. Okay. In so
0: why Texas and not like the West Coast of California? Great question. Or... Great question. So there's
3: there's plenty of interest from from all over the country. I'm and, sure. Uh, So Austin has a has a pretty big wine community. It's a a little bit of a funky, funky, yep, Uh, Texas wines, yeah, and um, and it's a growing growing area, and uh, Fred, the other founder, mm-hmm. has a lot of ties into Austin, and our, our third founder is uh, uh, also from Austin, and lots of ties yeah. into that community. So those were two communities, D.C. and Austin were two communities that we really know well mm. um, and have lots of relationships and contacts to understand okay. the market, yeah. and and that's how we arrived at that decision. Wow. But we're getting lots of interest from... You know, there, there are folks in Houston, Dallas uh, that have been pinging us. When are when you coming bring the concept Sit down here, yeah. uh, New York? Uh, oh, I'm of, sure. Yeah. I'm
0: almost surprised that you chose D.C. over uh, New
3: York. Right. Well, you know, part of it is um, even in New York, there's just we wanted the concept. We demonstrate that the concept can be successful, and then go into the New York real estate market with some leverage. And, okay. You know, being able to demonstrate that this is a good concept.
0: Yes. Yeah.
3: Uh, but same thing with with yeah. Napa, California, San yeah. Francisco, uh, Los Angeles. We even have people that are interested from Lake Tahoe that want to open. Really? Uh, Vegas, uh, there's interest. Vegas, I in see. Yeah, yeah.
1: But, I mean Vegas. We we had guys visiting us in uh, in Germany from Vegas who said, "Look, we we just need that concept yeah. in yeah. our city," <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, that's yeah. how we're going to bring it together. Right. You know, right? yeah. I mean, the the expansion plans are there, but. For us, it's just important to, to nail the first one, yeah.
3: Uh, and we think that that DC is like the perfect, the perfect, place. Yeah. And once we demonstrate how wonderful it is, and people can see it and touch yeah. it, then we can quickly expand. I mean, just hearing you guys
0: talk about all the locations, I can tell you know uh-huh. the feeling I would get, you know, visiting one.
3: So. You'll get yeah. 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 I, I know Yielders, I would. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it, it, it's an exciting concept.
0: Okay. So, yeah, gotcha. Um, so, other than the website, um, do you guys are are you promoting on social media or anything like that, or is it?
3: Oh, yes, we. Okay. I mean, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. Okay, um, at, Wine Lair? at Wine At Wine yeah.
0: Okay.
3: You can find us uh, in Wine Bank too. Is is a, is another starting point. So. Okay. Parent in, in Europe is wine
0: Europe. The parent in Europe is Winebank.
1: The yeah. parent in Europe is Winebank. Got it. Yeah, on Instagram, uh, Winebank Original.
0: Winebank Original. I like it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me. Of course, yeah. I, this was a, certainly a pleasure.
1: It was for us. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for awesome. coming. And sure. you were actually one of the, the first bloggers that we're sharing the idea with wow. in the States
0: thanks for joining us well sweet everybody i hope you enjoyed this episode as much as i did don't forget to like subscribe and please leave a comment check out wine layers website and keep up with their progress have a wonderful weekend cheers